Well, I want to invite you to grab your copy of God's Word this morning. Join me in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 1. We will look this morning at verses 6 through 11 in a message entitled, From Our Neighbors to the Nations. We had the opportunity to celebrate all that God has done in and through North River Church in 2023, and my hope this morning is that we would have an opportunity to look forward to what we believe God wants to do, not only in 2024, but in the years moving forward. As we prepare to do that, I want to ask you this question. Have you ever wondered why certain things exist? Has that ever crossed your mind? You see something and you think, huh, I wonder why that exists. I love to look at labels on products, to see the warnings that are offered, to wonder just a little bit why that warning exists. Take a look at the screen this morning. I want to share just a couple with you. That is a label for a Rowenta iron. You probably can't see the text maybe, but there at the bottom in yellow, it says, never iron clothes while they are being worn. (laughs) To which some of you are thinking, why does that exist? And some of you are thinking, it's because of me. That's why that exists. Take a look at this next label. This is actually on a washing machine. I don't know if you can see that top warning, but it says, do not, all caps, put any person in this washer. (laughs) Take a look at this next one. This is a Dremel rotary tool. Maybe hard to see that, but there you read this warning. This product is not intended for use as a dental drill (laughs) or in medical applications. And you think, that actually needs to be there. That's why it exists. This morning, as we think about what God has called us to do as a church family, as we think about this above and beyond vision campaign, we have laid out four key areas that we are focusing on as a church family moving forward. And I simply want to remind you of those. You'll see those on the screen this morning. The first of those is multi-generational ministry. Our passion, our heartbeat at North River Church is to minister, to disciple people from the cradle to the grave. We want to be intentional about making a point of making disciples of every age group here at North River Church. Secondly, we want to be focused on leadership development and equipping. That is, training up and raising up the next generation of ministry leaders, of pastors, of missionaries that are being sent out from North River Church to make an impact for the gospel of Jesus Christ, both in this community and around the world. We've shared with you as well, number three, our heartbeat 
that one, we would infuse every ministry at North River Church with an eye to offer biblical counseling. What does God's word say and how does that impact our lives in every aspect? But not only that, we've shared with you our heartbeat is ultimately to create a biblical counseling center with multiple counselors here at North River Church to be able to reach out and make an impact in our community in an area that is so desperately needed. And then number four, and this morning I want us to focus in on this one particularly, that is missions, engagement, and mobilization. And so that brings us back to the beginning as we think about why certain things exist, let's ask ourselves this question. Why does missions exist? Why does missions exist? I think this quote from John Piper is so helpful for us as we think about it and then as we dive into God's word this morning together. It's this statement, missions exists because worship doesn't. Listen, this morning from our neighborhoods to the nations, there are tens of thousands in our community, there are billions across this world that are not worshiping Jesus Christ as Lord. So why do we invest money? Why do we invest time? Why do we invest effort? Why do we invest energy? Why do we send teams to carry the message of the gospel? That is why missions exist. That's why as a church family, we are passionate about carrying the message of the gospel to our neighbors and to the nations. And so this morning, look with me at Acts chapter 1. I want to read verses 6 through 11. We'll walk through that together. We will unpack it. We'll look ahead as well as we think about our church family and missions, engagement, and mobilization, both here locally and around the world. This is God's Word, Acts chapter 1, beginning in verse 6. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come again in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Father, we ask this morning that you would open our eyes that we would be able to see, that you would open our ears that we would be able to hear, and that you would open our hearts and our minds that we would be ready to respond to your word and to your spirit. 
We ask all of this in Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen. As you're taking notes this morning, which you can do on the back of your handout, your bulletin that you received, I want you to write down this main idea. It'll frame our time together as we think about these verses that we read, as we think about missions, engagement, and mobilization. It's this truth. As followers of Jesus, we have the opportunity and the responsibility to be gospel witnesses to our neighbors and to the nations. If you are a follower of Jesus, you have turned from your sin and you have trusted in Jesus Christ as your Savior, you and I have the opportunity but also the responsibility to be gospel witnesses both to our neighbors and to the nations. As we think through that, I want us to unpack the biblical foundation that God through his word gives us as we think about missions. I want you to notice that Jesus is meeting with his disciples and this is post his resurrection. Jesus had been raised from the dead and he was sharing with his disciples before he left and ascended to the Father. This is what I want you to focus on. And I want you to know this morning that you don't find that just in the book of Acts. In fact, you find it in all four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. You find it here also in the book of Acts. You find Jesus giving his disciples and us what we are to give our lives for as we have them here on this earth. In fact, Jesus' disciples thought, well, possibly, possibly Jesus is going to set up his political kingdom now here on the earth. That was their hope. That was their dream. Now, we know that Jesus Christ will return. He will set up his kingdom, but it was not the time or the moment for his disciples at this point. And so Jesus says to them, listen, you're worried about the wrong thing. You're worried about me setting up a political kingdom. Here's what I want you to give your lives for. Notice that he begins by offering them, in verse 8, a promise. Take note of this great promise that Jesus gives. He says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Jesus is about to lay out for them the mission to make disciples of all nations. He's about to tell them, this is what you are to be about from this point forward until I return. But notice that Jesus says to them, this is not something that you can accomplish in your own strength and in your own power. You are desperately in need of the Holy Spirit of God to empower you to fulfill the mission that I'm about to give you. And let me remind us this morning, if you are a follower of Jesus, you too, at the moment of salvation, the Holy Spirit of God has taken up residence in your life and is empowering you to grow to be more like Jesus, but also empowering you to fulfill the mission that Jesus gave us to make disciples of all nations. Never lose sight of the promise that Jesus gave to his disciples, the promise that he has given to us as well. 
But notice he follows that with the great commission. Notice what he says, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. As Jesus shares this with them, they are in Jerusalem in that moment. And Jesus says, you're going to be my witnesses. Witnesses about what? Witnesses to what Jesus Christ has done in their lives. Through his life, his death, his resurrection, he has rescued these disciples from their sin. And Jesus says to them, now you are going to be sent out here. We're going to expand it to Judea, the region around Jerusalem. We're going to send you to Samaria. That's the people that you really don't like a whole lot. And then we're going to carry you to the end of the earth. From your neighborhood to the nations, you're going to be my witnesses. That's the mission that Jesus gave to his disciples. Church, follower of Jesus, that is the mission that you and I have been given. That is what we are to give our lives to as followers of Jesus, to fulfill the mission of carrying the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to our neighbors and to the nations. As we think about that, maybe this morning you think, that seems pretty difficult to do. Seems like a hard task to fulfill. I want to offer you this morning some biblical hope as we think about what God has called us to do. John, in the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 and 10, the Lord in his kindness gives John a vision of what is to come. This is future tense for them, but it's future tense for us. There is a day coming when what we read here will be true. Notice what John says as we think about this biblical hope that the Holy Spirit empowered mission we've been given, it will be accomplished. John writes, after this, I looked and behold a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice, listen to their cry. Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, that is Jesus Christ, his Son. Church, believer, the mission that we have been called to fulfill we read here, is going to be fulfilled. We're not attacking a mission, participating in a mission that is not going to ultimately be fulfilled. Think about it in this way. It's like watching a football game when you already know the ending score. Think about that. And you may say this morning, well, listen, that sounds pretty boring. 
only if you're the losing team. If you're the team that wins, it's a wonderful thing to watch play out. Because things don't go too well, you're like, I don't care. We win, right? And listen to me. This mission will be fulfilled, which means for us, as we carry out this mission of making disciples, both in this community and to the nations, the promise is no matter how bleak it may be in the moment or how tough it may be in the moment or how much rejection we may experience, the hope we have is this mission will be fulfilled. People from every tribe, tongue, and nation will be around the throne of God singing praises to him and saying salvation belongs to him and him alone. That is the mission for us as a faith family. We are giving our lives to. How do we do that? Well, I'm going to share with you this morning our current mission partners organizations, missionaries, groups that we are currently working with just so that you know about them and so that you can pray for them so that you know what's going on here at North River and also some new partnerships that are developing that we are pressing forward with. And then I want to end this morning by sharing with you how you individually can be involved in this. First and foremost, you'll see as our mission partner, the Southern Baptist Convention Cooperative Program Ministries. Seven cents of every dollar given to the general budget at North River Church is deployed to the cooperative program of the Southern Baptist Convention, and it supports missions, it supports church planting, it supports seminary education, it supports disaster relief ministries, and so you'll see some some. Logos there, the IMB is the International Mission Board, NAM is the North American Mission Board. You'll see our seminaries that are listed there if you go onto our website. You'll also see the Florida Baptist Convention. And so I want you to know that every single dollar that's given to North River Church general budget Seven cents of every dollar leaves North River and goes to support international missionaries that are on the field carrying the gospel, supports church planting here, church revitalization here in North America. It supports our seminaries as pastors and missionaries are trained and equipped and sent out to churches around the world. It also supports disaster relief ministries as hurricanes, things like that happen Southern Baptists are some of the first ones on the ground, not only to meet physical needs, but also to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with people at their most desperate moments. And so I want you to know about those ministries, and you can find out more about that on our website as well, the missions page that just went live there. Not only is that a mission partner for us, I also want you to know about Haiti Bible Mission. So seven cents of every dollar goes through the cooperative program to those ministries. These ministry partners following an additional four cents of every dollar. So 11% of every dollar that's given to North River Church leaves North River to support these ministries and these organizations that are making an impact locally and globally for the gospel. 
Haiti Bible Mission is doing an incredible work in the country of Haiti, a very tough country. If you read the news, listen to anything about that. They are raising up indigenous pastors there that are planting churches. They are reaching in and caring for orphans. They're doing an incredible work in Haiti. We've been able to send a couple of teams there. Uh, things are pretty tight on the ground at that, this point. And uh, so as soon as we have the opportunity again, our plan is to continue sending teams there to work with Haiti Bible Mission. Not only is that a ministry partner, we also have Agape Flights that is based in Venice, Florida. Agape Flights flies to missionaries in the Caribbean and those locations needed supplies for them. And so we're able to help fund their flights, taking those supplies to the missionaries that are on the ground. And so I want you to know, if you're interested in finding out more about that, stay tuned. You can have an opportunity to drive down to Venice to help pack planes that will carry supplies to the missionaries that are there. Not only that, we also have partnership with Care Portal and Bridge of Life. This is a ministry in our local community that is making an impact in the foster care system, that is making an impact for families who may lose their children if they don't have immediate needs met. And so, church, you've heard reports of this. We've been able to make a tremendous impact and inroads to help the foster care system in our county, which is completely taxed at this point in time. There are so many kids that are in desperate need in our community. And so we have the opportunity to be a part of that as a church family as well. Another partner is Williams Elementary. So before we had this building that we're in right now, the first 10 years of North River's existence was at Williams Elementary School in the Cafeteria Gymnasium. Whatever you want to call that, we set up, we tore down, we were there 10 years, but we still have a wonderful partnership with them. They invite us to come in and to prepare breakfast and serve the teachers that are there. They've reached out and said, listen, if you have volunteers, there are periods in time with testing and things like that where we could use volunteers to come in to the school and church. We want to be on the front lines of being able to send our people to do those types of things. And I want to share with you now three new ministry partners where we have been working over the last number of months to develop these and to put these into play for us as a church family as we think about our strategy of making an impact both here in this community and around the world. The first of those is Living Hope Church. You may have heard of that. We sent some funds to them last year, uh, but more formally, we are entering into a partnership with Living Hope Church, which is planting in North Sarasota. And so they're about two years old right now. They are at a very similar point that North River Church was at when we first began. And so we have the opportunity to come alongside them and to help them. I want you to see the picture of Pastor Josh Comas and his family. They are doing an incredible work right now through Canaan Elementary School. And uh, they are reaching people. They are baptizing people. People are, it's just an incredible work that they're doing. And uh, they are on the front lines of that there. And so in our partnership with them, not only is it a help for them financially, they're a North American Mission Board partner as well, but for us, one of the things they've asked us to do is that they are right now trying to find a permanent location to move into. 
Uh, we know what that's like to be able to move to a permanent location. And so they've asked us, hey, when, when that happens, could you send some teams to come in and to help us get that facility ready for us to do ministry in? And so I told them, we would love to be able to do that. So light construction, painting, some things like that that we'll be able to be a part of and then to come alongside them as they continue to reach people for the gospel there in North Sarasota. So for us, that is a new ministry partner that's coming online as we move forward. Here's the second one I want to share with you. That is Rooted Churches in Glasgow, Scotland. One of the things that we are passionate about as a church that was a church plant is to continue to be a part of church planting, both locally here, but also globally as well. And so I want you to see the picture of Pastor Scott that's going to come up here, Hamilton, his wife there. Uh, 15 years ago, Pastor Scott, who is from Glasgow, Scotland, planted a church there. And, uh, and his heartbeat is to continue to plant churches. They planted one a year ago in the city of Ayr. And so for us coming on board, along with a couple of other churches, we're going to be able to be on the ground floor of them planting a third church in Scotland. And so you'll see in the email that comes out this week a message from him. If you go to our website on the missions page, you'll find that there as well. So we have a Pastor Scott, and now we have a Pastor Scott, all right? <laughs> One of the things that's exciting about that is oftentimes when you do missions overseas, you have a language barrier, and though they don't speak English in the right way, they still speak English. And so our intent is to send a small team this year over there to, uh, to participate with them, and then in the future to be able to send larger teams over there as well. And so I want to encourage you to know that that is going on as well. And then the last ministry partner new that I want to share with you is Word of Life in Sao Paulo, Brazil. You'll see a picture of Lucas Leche and his family Lucas is a professor at a seminary there through Word of Life in Sao Paulo, Brazil. And here's the amazing thing. He is a professor of biblical counseling, which as you've heard already is a heartbeat for us here in our community. And so one of the things that in this partnership we'll be able to do not only is to send teams there to partner with them and with local churches in that location through Lucas and his connections, but their intent is to send seminary students here to North River Church as well so that they can do an internship and be a part of what God is doing here at North River, be able to take that experience back with them there to Sao Paulo, Brazil as they plant churches and make an impact there. So those are the three new ministry partners that are coming online this year. So again, here is the final question. I hope it's the question on your heart, on your mind this morning. How can I be involved? There are three ways that you can be involved in missions, engagement, and mobilization at North River. The first way is to pray. And I want to encourage you, as you've seen those listed, maybe you've taken notes, maybe you haven't, you can go to our website, gonorthriver.org slash missions, 
and you'll see those ministry partners there. There's some videos there. There's some documents there that you'll be able to connect with. And I want to encourage you just to begin in your own time with the Lord, praying for those missionaries and those mission partnerships that we have as a church family. Not only do I want to encourage you to pray about that, but you'll see around you that there is a devotional that we produced as a church. Pastoral staff wrote eight weeks worth um, of these devotionals, and so I want to encourage you to grab that, and it talks about what it looks like for us as a church family and this vision process what it looks like for us to make an impact here and around the world for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I want to encourage you that you can take an opportunity to work through that. There's prayers at the end of each of those devotions. And I want to encourage you to spend some time praying through that, praying through what it looks like to be a church that is on mission in this community and around the world. Not only can you pray, but you can also give. As I mentioned to you before, 11 cents of every dollar given to our general budget goes to support the missions organizations and the missionaries that we just talked about. So listen, as you give, you know that 11 cents of every dollar that you give to our general budget leaves North River to go and to make an impact both in this community and around the world for the cause of Jesus Christ. And so I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you to continue to give. And if you're not giving, to look at this as an opportunity for you to participate in what God is doing as you give. Not only do I want to encourage you to give as we think about just our general budget, but I also want to encourage you to think about giving to our above and beyond vision campaign. You see the brochure there, you'll also see a commitment card in your bulletin this morning. And I want you to know that we have set a goal for this year to bring in over the course of 2024, both in weekly giving, but also in one-time gifts, over a million dollars in support of building out an additional space here on our current campus that we are calling our sending base, that we want to continue to reach people in our community, but use this as a sending base to send people out both in this community and around the world. You'll see a picture of that there on the screen as well. So I want to challenge you, I want to encourage you to think about what you can give weekly to this campaign and then think about what you can give in a one-time offering this year, 2024, for this vision campaign. We're not asking you to make equal gifts, but here's what we are asking, that all of us be willing to sacrifice to make an impact for the gospel of Jesus Christ in this community and beyond. And so for you, our heartbeat as we've communicated is for every single person to be a part of this vision campaign. Here's the last thing that you can do to get involved. You can go. And I want you to know that you can go not only overseas, you can go to your neighbor and share the gospel of Jesus Christ with them. You say, Michael, that sounds so difficult to do. One of the things we want to do is come alongside and help you open that door of opportunity. 
And one of the ways that we're doing that through mission dollars from this past year is we are putting together 200 baskets that have gifts in them, things that are from our community, just goods, and it has information of our church, an invite card to people to give them the basket, just say, hey, just want to share with you about my church and invite you to come and to be a part of what God's doing at North River. And so what we do need is for people to commit not only to take those baskets to neighbors, to coworkers, but also to assemble those baskets. And so I want to encourage you, if you think, hey, I can do that, I can put some baskets together and be a part of that, we would love to deploy you in that way. And not only that, you may say, listen, I have somebody that's moving in across the street from me, and I would love to carry them a basket and invite them to church. Please reach out to us so that we can get you that basket so that you can be the hands and feet of Jesus in this community so that you can begin to reach your neighbors for Jesus. But how about the nations? What about going? One of the things that our desire is, is that we would be able to send out multiple mission teams from North River Church every single year. And so I want to encourage you, as we've talked about those ministry partnerships, on our website at the bottom of the missions page is a contact form. And so if you will go there and you will fill out that form, there'll be a drop-down menu for you to select the ministry, the mission partner that you think, hey, I'm, I'm really passionate about this. I'm passionate about foster care ministry, and I want to be a part of that. I'm passionate about partnering with Living Hope Church down in Sarasota. I'm passionate about disaster relief ministry, being trained to do that. That training's coming up relatively soon in Sarasota. I'd love to get you plugged into that. Maybe you say, the Lord is calling me to Scotland. I just know it, Pastor. That's where I'm supposed to be. We want to hear from you. We want to know so that when we begin to put those teams together, when we begin to plan those trips, that you are on the ground floor of being able to do that. Here's the thing, church. We have an incredible opportunity before us to reach our neighbors with the gospel of Jesus Christ, and ultimately to reach the nations with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And our desire is for you to join us in that journey. Would you bow your heads with me this morning as our worship team makes their way up? Use this as an opportunity just between you and the Lord to begin thinking and praying about right now how the Lord would have you be involved praying, giving, and going to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ in our neighborhoods and to the nations. Father, we thank you this morning for your word. God, we thank you for all that you're doing in the life of North River Church. And God, as we think about the future, God, simply that expectation and anticipation of God, all that you will do moving forward. God, help us to be faithful, faithful to pray, faithful to give, faithful to go. We ask that in Jesus' name, amen. Would you stand, join with us as we sing to close out our service this morning?